0: <laughs> We're trying this this new uh podcasting gimmick while I am recording remotely in uh Japan. Um, and I was just really <laughs> tickled by the little countdown that we got. It was fun. It's like I was
1: thinking, it's like the most professional thing that's ever happened on this podcast, so like an actual <laughs> digital countdown before we began recording.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it'll be extra professional because we'll have no no intro music, no outro music, no editing. We're we're just doing this in the live in the can, man. This is good.
1: Yeah, man, we're calling it in the ring, kid.
0: Mmm. Mmm. So on the on that note, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to
1: Grown Men watch this shit?
0: Yep. So unprepared I didn't even have a funny little lead-in gimmick this time. Yeah. Who needs That's it.
1: all right, man. It's okay. You're you're busy traveling. You can't be expected to have everything set up. You know, I mean, it's taken forever to actually get this show recorded due to internet issues today. And uh, then also, I moved. I. No yeah. longer residing in the crazy house I was in prior. Um, no more is there a studio closet that I recorded my podcast in. I'm in a living room now recording. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, digital, digital upgrade, uh, on the podcast side, our new recording service and a new apartment.
0: How exciting. Uh, yeah, we're, we're just using this one for the shows on the road. So. I mean, don't everyone get too excited if we sound better than usual. The professionalism will not last, I assure you.
1: <laughs> Actually, with the fact that I couldn't get connected to Skype, we might want to switch over to this one permanently. Who knows?
0: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you've been you've been doing things. I've been traveling. Uh, it's been a little while since our last show, but uh, we're... We're back, hopefully, if I can actually work out how to upload gimmick to the bloody thing. But yeah, the, that'll be evidently deal. this
1: program is a two-sided recording where the service itself will combine it for us later. But if mm. somehow that fouls up, there's a one-sided podcast somewhere and then another one stranded out in the ether that we'll never find.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's hope that it does it in sync. That would be quite unlistenable, too, if it was not. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I've uh, I've been over here watching a whole uh, shit ton of wrestling shows. I'm um, three down with uh, ten to go in my, my just over two week holiday. So I've picked a good time, I think.
1: Wow, well, yeah. When you said this was the the most opportune time you had to record, I didn't realize you'd be. Moving around that much, let alone, I didn't realize you had that many more days there. Damn.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, traveling a long way, long distances between some of the shows as well. Like, um, after the first show I went to in Tokyo, there was one the next day in Osaka, which I caught that thanks to the magic of the Shinkansen, it was like a two and a bit hour trip, maybe three hour trip. But if you were driving that, that would be like,
1: is that like a bullet oh, train? Away.
0: Yeah, yeah, bullet trains are so cool. Um, and then, yeah, the next day I would had to go straight back to Tokyo for the Big Japan show at um, at Sumo Hall. So I'm just like, boom, boom, boom. And now I'm in Tokyo, and then I'm going to be going to Osaka again tomorrow uh, for a stardom show and a Noah show.
1: Wow, fucking
0: A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty nuts.
1: Uh, my dude, Sonico was working for Noah. It was yeah. I don't yeah, know if he's I've still watched, over. Did you see him wrestle?
0: I've I've seen a lot of Sonico. Uh, with the I've been watching a lot of Noah lately in preparation for their their show this past um this past Saturday, I think. Uh, which was basically Noah's biggest show of the year. Uh, I I hate to call it their WrestleMania because I. Just hate that show, and have nothing but negative connotations to it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but this show was was fucking insane. But yeah, in the in the lead up to it, I was like trying to watch all of the the recent Noah. Normally, I'm like a year behind with the Noah, but I've been watching all the recent stuff. So I've seen uh, your boy Sonico on on quite a few shows. Dude, he he's a
1: cool- dude, he's a solid like it's always. You know, when we're, me personally, I'm just a wrestling fan, but when I'm watching some guys, I go, well, this guy fucking gets it, his shit's in the ring, it's cool, it's crisp, he looks good, he actually is passionate about the stuff. This guy, I think, is going places, so it's cool when you have that little mental checklist that you've marked all the boxes off, and they actually do end up coming through, because, you know, a lot of people just like wrestlers, but... The guys like Sonico, dude. When I first saw him, I'm like, "This guy is." I have a strong feeling that this guy is going to make it somewhere, and hell, he's working for fucking Noah. Yeah, it feels good that yeah, yeah. you actually. I feel like it legitimizes my my opinion on wrestling. I'm not just some guy pulling shit out my ass. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I got an eye. I got an eye. Yeah, yeah. I think you've got a future in this business, kid.
1: Like, like what I, I mean, Daniel McCabe was already. Getting pretty popular, but he was mostly working over in 321 and up in Canada. But I was like, dude, this Daniel McCabe guy is fucking awesome. And then, yeah, he just fucking caught on and going places as well. So it's it's cool to see the local boys making it big.
0: Yeah. 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 For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can, I can relate with a, a few guys as well, but it's interesting in Noah as well because Noah's such a different world. So you can have dudes that like are successful in other places, but they're just because Noah's so different. Like, their success they they may be great, they may be be not, but it's it's just like a completely fresh, new new uh, playing field, you know? For sure. Yeah, like another guy that uh sort of debuted at the same time as um as Sonico is Doctor Wagner Jr.'s kid. El Eo del Doctor Wagner Jr.
1: <laughs> that's one of those great names that's yes so over over rotten ridiculous but all makes sense
0: <laughs> yeah and up till now like i remember when i saw the uh n1 victory uh card which is Noah's like big tournament of the year it was actually a fantastic tournament i didn't hear nearly enough buzz for it there was some shows that just blew my mind um but yeah he was one of those names in the tournament where originally i read it i was like oh shit dr wagner jr's in this ca- uh no, Dr. Wagner Jr.'s son. Okay. <laughs> and I, I've not been too impressed by him up to that point. Uh, you know, he's got a, a big, big, uh, you know, reputation to live up to there. So I think it's, it's tough, but, um, he really seems to be, be proving himself and stepping out of his dad's shadow, uh, on, um, uh, on the, the, just in Noah in general. He got a, a big win on the, the, Sumo Hall show the other day and the crowd loves him. He does a beautiful moonsault, one of the, the, nicest ones going today and uh yeah you can totally see like his his dad's kind of unique charisma like that same kind of kind of reactive thing so yeah i'm digging him if you can just get out of the he wrestles in a in like a singlet like not a wrestling singlet but just like a workout singlet and it really bugs me and i think once he can (laughs) once he can get out of that get some good gear, you know, even if he goes back to his dad's, you know, like, classic Dr. like you're you're like,
1: this guy's pretty damn good, but fucking outfit, weak.
0: Yeah! It's a thing though, you know, it's like a dude that wrestles in a shirt, you know, you can't take a dude seriously, to an extent, if he wrestles in a shirt. I mean, I don't know, I give, like, Nick Gage a pass for it, because that's Nick, Nick fucking Gage, you know, but other than that, this ain't the nineties, bro, you know?
1: Yeah, dude, I, I actually, I made, I was making a ridiculous tweet, but it really was true. I, go, I tweeted out, my favorite part of wrestling definitely hands down has to be all the really cool outfits. Cause like all these guys, <laughs> everyone's yeah. like doing the wrestling moves, but in order to come across the unique, you got to have the, the cool outfits, man. Like everyone's got sweet ass, like nowadays, <gasps> everyone's got a fucking entrance 100%? mask. Everyone's got an entrance jacket. It's yep. ridiculous, but gotta look cool, bro.
0: Yep, they got like multiple levels of bedazzlement and shininess to their gear. Mo- masks on top of masks. In it. All like of fucking
1: stuff. the Lucha Brothers yep, come out yep, with yep. masks they wear on their mask, And you know what? I fucking love it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially the worlds, yeah, of Lucha Libre and Uh, Dragon Gate as well. Like, I find those two are probably the uh, high points in terms of... I'm actually shocked
1: that he doesn't wear, well. like you said, the one like his father does, like the singlet that's kind of low cut to, or the swooping down to their belly. Uh, Silver King wore a similar one too.
0: I I don't think... I don't think it's a belly issue as much as, like, I remember when... Oh, no, I don't think it has anything to do with the
1: belly. um, I just mean it goes down lower. Than a normal yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean that's generally where why guys would go for that. But um yeah, like to me I think it's maybe like in his younger days he was real skinny, like similar to um LA Mm Park's son. Uh so maybe it was something where he was a bit like self conscious of of the the size, but he's he's looking like he's getting in good shape these days. So I I think he can get there. I think he's not far off, you know. I believe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, these, these first two shows, man, Um, uh, I guess the first show and the third show, which is cool. This is like one of the best times of the year to, to go to Japan if you're a fan of promotions that are not just New Japan, uh, because there was three days in a row, all shows at Sumo Hall, which, I mean, do you know much about Sumo Hall? I mean, I hear
1: it spoken of constantly, like, I can't name a single... Notable match, because I'm not that kind of a historian, but I know of the, the reputation it all. Old- no, no, that's, that's yeah, yeah.
0: okay. Well, it's good for, for me to explain it to our listeners. Yes, indeed. As well, then, I guess. Education. You know, uh, Tokyo Sumo Hall, uh, Tokyo, uh, Ryugoku Koku Gikan. Uh, it's, it's the, the most famous, uh, sumo venue in Japan, basically. And it's got a, a really long history with professional wrestling. Some of the, the most famous bouts in uh in New Japan history, in uh even old Japan, there's been some some big matches there over the years. And now Noah, this was actually Noah's first ever show in uh Ryogoku after previously their home being or their big show home being either Ariaki Coliseum or um or Budokan Hall. Uh so and and then in the same weekend not only do we have the Noah bigger show of the year at, at Sumo Hall uh this huge yeah, 11,000 seat venue that New Japan normally runs their big shows at uh we also have DDT's bigger show of the year at Sumo Hall and then the following night Big Japan's bigger show of the year at Sumo yeah. Hall so it's just like <laughs> such a an awesome time you know and it's uh quite a big thing for the promotions cuz like all three of those promotions for their average shows, probably draw maybe around about six hundred people on average. Mm-hmm. I'd say. So, you're talking about promotions that regularly draw on average about six hundred people running a fucking eleven thousand seat venue. So, that's pretty now, sweet. Now, do they
1: t- do the three companies but, typically? You know, work this well together? They like they plan events around each other. So, because you know a lot of times. WWE wouldn't participate in such a thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think a good analogy to that is like new Japan wouldn't be part of this, uh, kind of a weekend. Like new Japan doesn't really work as well with other promotions, but, yeah. um, you're kind of like smaller companies generally do a better job of doing that. You see a bit of like talent exchange from time to time. And, uh, but I mean, generally speaking, big Japan, it's funny, big Japan, DDT and Noah probably work together the least. <laughs> um but yeah, they've they've kind of like just worked out cuz Big Japan has a history of running a, a Sumo Hall show once a year as does DDT and this is Noah's first time joining in. Um and yeah, I mean the mo- the ticketing's pretty well done separately, but you can buy this gimmick where you get like a, a you know, pass to all three shows for a certain amount of money. Um I did not do that because for the second show, I don't know if you know, but I'm not the world's biggest DDT fan. Uh, I, I apologize to all of our uh, ardent DDT fans out there. Uh, I like some of their stuff, but it's just uh, not not necessarily my cup of tea. Too silly? Uh, but you, uh, sometimes. I mean, I yeah. like a bit of silly, but I don't know. I feel like it goes... Uh, some of the big shows can go, like, forever as well, so you just have so many matches, and, like, I don't really have too much personal attachment to the guys that are actually on top, as much of other other guy, people do, like Takashita and stuff like that, but I, I thought, yeah, the show in Osaka was more uh, attractive to me, the New Japan Power Struggle show, which is basically New Japan's last big show in Osaka where a lot of newsworthy stuff generally happens, but Sir, the reason that I went to that one was for one match, one match only, Kenta versus Tomohiro Ishii. Whew. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I think some people didn't have very high expectations for that one uh, because, like, they had a match in the UK a couple months back and um, Kenta got, like, legit knocked out in the match. (laughs) And it was impressive just... Just seeing him, you know, try to still finish it and not having it called. Um, but obviously he was loopy as fuck and it, you know, wasn't wasn't great. What did so, he then, do that yeah, put him people... out? Oh, it was just something weird, like I can't even remember exactly what it was. I think he Hit him, uh, a bit high on a clothesline. I don't, I don't want to speculate. Someone probably listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, he did this. Fucking did this, you idiot.
1: Because then someone's going <laughs> to bad mouth us to but, Ishii and Ishii's going to come kick our ass. We don't need that. It's not, we don't need it.
0: Ah, uh, well, you know, I'd, I'd Ishi's, let it happen uh, in, the, in the Yakuza. So, you know, we don't want Yakuza <laughs> <going> after us. Fuck <laughs> now? <laughs> Allegedly. You know, yeah. You so let's not
1: even, let's not Allegedly. even sit. Yeah, let's not allude to that even. <laughs> I disavow yeah. any knowledge of what Chris just said.
0: Yeah, no, I, I do not have any knowledge of this. I'm just going by him looking Yakuza pimp as fuck when he's wearing those suits and sunglasses. So, yeah, that, that's as far as my assumptions go. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so I think some people thought maybe uh, Kenta had lost it. You know, he was uh, just not not able to... to uh, kick it the way that he used to uh, in a uh, full-on hard-out Noah style that he would be bringing against a guy like Ishii. And uh holy shit, man. This was the old... It was almost like they went out with, like, just to prove those people wrong, that, like, they knew that last match wasn't that good, so they just man, it just felt like special to be there and especially being as much of a Kenta fan as I have for like so many years like, you know, going back to all those awesome matches you had in NOAH and stuff, I mean in um, ROH yeah, um, yeah. You've got your Hideo Itami well, shirt,
1: but... that's how you wear it all the time
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there was few more sad times I've ever had as a wrestling fan than when I was having to watch Hideo Tommy in that environment
1: Yeah, honestly It like... broke my heart <laughs> When you look at it like the Kente character <laughs> in ROH was so badass and then they just had this timid dude who just kicked. <laughs> like that was that was his gimmick. Mm. He kicked. In the WWE. Yeah, in and the then NXT. like
0: really, really softly as well, because yeah. they don't want anyone to actually kick with any force over there. So you just have him like trying to hold back as much as he can to keep these fucking dumb white people happy, like oh just <laughs> weird. <laughs> fucking whitey. yeah 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 i can I could say that right, yeah <laughs> uh yeah other other highlights, um there was a, a the best like pushy match I've ever seen in my life against Osprey on that show, that was pretty awesome, and we got the big final return of Hiromu Takahashi after his uh <sighs> neck uh injury that he had against dragon League, uh, several years back
1: yeah so glad so glad that wasn't something where he was on the shelf permanently or wasn't ser- injured even more seriously were like life-threatening man like that shit was ugly it was like that it mm-hmm. pa- wasn't that, mm. that package like suplex thing Yeah, or-
0: yeah the the, the patented Dra- dangerous dragon mm. suplex thing but he he did a release version of it so it yeah. just kind of like skidded and you yeah, oh, know it was it was terrifying yeah uh, but yeah so the the new Japan show was real good but i thought is as, as good as those things were it, it still just paled to the the noah show which just Really delivered on all cylinders. Like, I was a little bit worried about the attendance. I was talking to my friend over here and we we're talking about like our expectations for it. We we're basically like, ooh, I think if they could do like four or five thousand people in that venue, that would be good for them. Um, yeah, but yeah, as it was visually, it looked great that the whole venue, uh, filled up. Uh, apparently they have sumo boxes in, in sumo hall. So you sit in these little like square, kind of like cages mm-hmm. um, with your legs crossed on the floor if you're on the, the lower level. Yeah. So in those boxes, they can put either uh, one person if it's you know really sparse or two people or four people if it's like packed out, sold out kind of thing. And let me tell you, I was really happy that it had two to a box for most of the seats because, <laughs> oh, man. uh. I was a bit scared going into this, the, the, the idea of sitting on the floor for, like, a five-hour show with my legs crossed. I was, like, practicing at home in the lead-up to it, of, like, yeah. just sitting on the floor with my legs crossed. Yeah, you, you said um, that to was, me was, when, we were nervous, together, when we were
1: together. It's like, yeah, I gotta get ready for, fucking like, Japan.
0: <laughs> sitting cross-legged <laughs> on the practicing. ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, But as it was, uh, when you only have two to a box... It's actually awesome because uh, you can kind of like stretch out, um, and it just feels like you're watching a show with your buddies, like when you're a kid, like on the on the land room floor kind of thing.
1: Yeah, man, I I, I still sit cross legged on the floor a lot of the times. Like uh, it's, but it, yeah, at this age, dude, your fucking knees are like, oh shit, why am I doing this? It's so fucking painful.
0: Yeah, I did go through periods where like my my feet got numb and then I had to like kind of change movements and stretch out a little bit. Uh but now overall it was it was great. And uh yeah, I think the two people to a box is key. Uh do some stretches and uh overall I I actually liked it better than sitting in a chair. I was disappointed to go to the New Japan show the following night where I had to sit in a chair. I'm like I, this is my life now. I thought I'd just sit on the floor for all wrestling shows. Oh man. Blame.
1: <laughs> so oh, you guys sit in chairs? Well, weak, bruh.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, some of the matches on this Noah show, man, just blew me away. Uh my my personal one that I was looking forward to the most was uh Kazuyuki Fujita, a former uh Pride Fighter. And New Japan IWGP Heavyweight Champion, uh, die just uh, the most badass monster of all men that you'll ever see. Um, he uh did a, a weird sort of like debut for Noah because he was never really known in Noah, and he's like come back at the age of like I think he's like mid forties kind of thing. Um, and holy shit, he is still such a badass. Um, and he basically think like. Japanese Brock Lesnar. That's kind of like what we're envisioning here. Um, And, yeah, pretty much the exact same gimmick as well kind of thing. So he's just a monster. Um, But instead of doing German suplexes, he shoots soccer kicks people in the head. (laughs) Oh, that's effective. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah so just little you know those little uh differences little cultural differences we have in japan yeah, it, you know it's one
1: of those things that you always question when you're watching wrestling it's like well why does he all do all that stuff when he could just kick that guy on the ground in the face like seems pretty mm. effective
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um but yeah so he had a singles match that was built up really well against um uh shuhei Taniguchi. um and yeah, man, this was just two dudes beating the fucking shit out of one another. Taniguchi got like shoot, uh, uh, hard open from headbutts, and it was just like bleeding straight down his head. And it's just like atmosphere of just a Fuck real yeah. fight. And it was just, that's my favorite kind of match, you know? So I, I love that so much. It was also like just a fantastic, uh, match, uh, for the the new Noah national, um, GHC title uh between Segura uh who I've I've loved for a long long time in Noah uh I'd say greatest GHC champion of all time uh which is a big statement over the Kobashi reign but I'd put it up there for consideration uh but yeah him uh against Michael Elgin of all people to crown this first new champion and I remember from the first time I saw Elgin in New Japan I always was like oh, he'd be so better suited to like the the Noah all Japan style Um, and hell, man, he, he was, (laughs) it just seemed like he was happy to be in a place where he could actually wrestle. Unlike for a lot of his, his new Japan run. So yeah, nobody, nobody in Japan
1: cares. He tried to cover up a rape. So they, they're probably, that's probably good for them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he's getting bookings in America. People know that lady was crazy by now. Come on.
1: Well, they're, it's still, it did. Allegedly. uh, actually ironically enough they bring it up and him his bookings. he was booked for whack and then they pulled they pulled him cuz they realized of all that shit
0: I feel like your fans in in your area up there like Portland uh Tacoma Seattle that's one like little pocket you should probably stay away from I'd say <laughs> yeah probably for the best <laughs> <laughs> Yeah now he's doing really well in um in impact now but uh yeah that was yeah.
1: how he's getting booked i guess jessica havoc was booked for the show and then shut up doc uh and she couldn't make it and then they booked elgin and they decided not to go with him but they got eddie edwards in lieu of all that so i guess in my opinion that's an upgrade overall
0: right yeah eddie edwards was on this show as well the noah one. Um, Oh yeah eddie had a long long history with noah and for uh, sure he was in a tag match and yeah you could you'd tell like the attachment that a lot of People had for him mainly because of the one of my favorite things japanese wrestling is the high pitched uh, japanese female voice calling out Eddie. the good good looking yeah american guy Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Eddie's i'm not awesome gonna guy. lie i'm not gonna lie I, I did do one of them myself i, would, I wouldn't i wouldn't blame you, know.
1: you i would have done it too
0: yeah and and most excited Eddie appears to be growing back the sweet braids that he used to have in uh, no. mid-2000s Noah.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, remember I mean, there was those? this? Hell yeah, but he did it. I think he did it because the fucking uh, Davy boy had them at one point.
0: Right. I always, yeah. like, from the first time I saw him, I was like, who is this awesome dude with braids <laughs> yeah. who does awesome chops?
1: And he it was like, it was such a crazy look.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah I um I was so sad when he when he shaved him off. Uh well, yeah it's like almost yeah, a, they're they're a
1: totally different guy at that point.
0: Yeah yeah it was almost like he shaved off all of his personality and then I was like wait did he not have any personality and it was just the braids? <laughs> it was like Samson. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we had a uh uh um, joke amongst uh, my buddies to where we were like Eddie. has got the kind of personality to where you know how guys have like monikers like uh, Eddie uh, Bulldog Edwards or you know something like that or you know some sort of exciting moniker like Eddie Edwards moniker really is Eddie Eddie Edwards Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Eddiest Edward I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, he was good. Um, and yeah, he, this crowd's been very happy for him to be back. I was a bit sad he's not going to be on the rest of the Noah tour. It was just in and out like that. Um, apparently, I think him and, uh, Elgin have some impact wrestling stuff they're doing. Uh, but then my actual favorite match of the show was a, a tag title match, a GHC tag title, um, with, um, uh, Go who another one of my long time. No, favorite guys. And, uh, Katsuhiko Nakajima, uh, same. Um, Nakajima's had those awesome matches in, uh, ROH way back in the day as well. Um, against, um, Keno's new, new team of thugs known as Congo. Um, now this is, uh, one newer guy that hasn't seen too much about Inomura, and the other one, uh, is, uh, Masa uh, Kirimiya. Um, Uh, And man, I I had didn't have the craziest expectations for this match, but that was just such an epic. Like I just love epic tag team wrestling, you know, when it's done right.
1: Hell yeah! And this was
0: like that, so it just made me so so happy. Um, Just one of those times where you like completely forget that you're like watching guys, you know, work in a match, and you're just completely uh, in the moment of believing the match with that suspension of disbelief and everything. It's one of those kind of deals, you know, and I was just like giddy with excitement and geeking out. It was great. And it's then, fun uh, to get immersed
1: event... and just enjoy the fucking shit out of the show.
0: Oh man, yeah. When when you just forget about all the bullshit and you just like are in the moment of loving professional wrestling. Is there anything better than that? I
1: no, because honestly, I've I, I've seen pictures of myself at wrestling shows where it's just candid. I'm just or like you know, in gifts or you see yourself when you're watching a match back and you're like, I have never looked happier than I'm when I'm at a wrestling show. <laughs> like literally the happiest dude in the world. I'm either smiling on how stupid the shit is or it's always great. You know what I mean? Regardless of what's yeah. happening, it's always great.
0: I agree. Um, yeah. It's funny you say that. like, Years back um, for the first ever time I we went to Japan, uh, Courtney came with me. Um, um, so she belonged. She was there for my, my, First ever Noah show I actually went to in person and she went to it as well. And, uh, she was just like sitting there and, and she'd like never seen me like sort of enjoying something that much. She's just like, you're like a, a giddy schoolboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember exact words, but <laughs> it, was, it was something kind of like that. But yeah, it's, there's nothing like it, man. And then no, yeah, the main sir. event was the GHC title match between the the ace of uh, Noah, Kaito Kiyomiya, um, and uh the the kind of future uh I mean he's been on top before previous GHC champion, uh just uh, one of the the best going. I like to think of him as new Kenta um in Keno. Um and yeah, I love Keno a whole bunch. Uh, and this match oh just epic big time main event in every way and it was just firing on all cylinders and it was just the perfect uh, main event to, to, take the show home. So yeah, man, just overall so cool. Yeah. And I got to, um, it was funny. So that sounds killer. I'm, I'm there through most of the show, got up to like the last, uh, uh, so we only had like three matches to go and I'm like, huh, I've got this whole sumo box to myself. This is great. I was all stretched out. I had my snacks on one side. I had my beers on one side. Oh, let me tell you about the drinks, by the way. So you know, I'm used to just being like ripped off, something crazy at wrestling shows for drinks. Um, I mean, not all venues are receder. uh. So, uh, yeah, you know, you you expect to be gouged a little bit at Sumo Hall, which I was like, this is a pretty like the closest comparison. It's kind of like the Japanese version of Madison Square Garden, I guess, in terms of fame, um, Sumo Hall, I get, uh, a beer, a lemon sour, and a, uh, a sake, and that cost me, like, basically the equivalent of, like, 15 American dollars. Yeah.
1: Hell, whoa. <laughs> yeah, man, obviously uh, the globe, was one of the most exorbitant bills in my life. Like, I got two drinks and I came back and I'm like, "Uh, yep. the bill is what? Now, Can you mm-hmm. tell me what I was charged for?" And the bill was accurate. It was only the two drinks. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "What? No, the fuck? nowhere
0: near as bad as the Madison Square Garden there.
1: <laughs> Oh shit! Speaking of that, dude, I I totally realized ah, just now that I blanked that. on sending you that oh, 50 awesome. bucks I owe you. So I will get that to you soon.
0: <laughs> Thanks. No problem, man. Yeah, I totally did too. Um, yeah, no worries. But yeah, this so Friday is yours. I have my drinks on one side, I have my snacks on the other. I'm just stretched out in this lovely sumo box, sitting on the floor, enjoying my life. And I'm like, I have this whole box to myself. And then, yeah, just three matches left. This dude comes walking on in, and it's hilarious. He's also a, a white guy, Indian dude. Uh He also has long hair, like hippie looking guy. He he sits down. He's like, Hey, man, what's going on? And I'm, like, <laughs> and he's like oh i guess they grouped the gaijins together I'm like yeah i guess so <laughs> um turns out this dude's name is jason he is a great dude we had dinner afterwards we hung out um after the big japan show as well uh he was at bowler as well sitting with dave yeah and it's just like we had so much in common. What? was like uh, wrestling uh, interests and all Crazy. that. And like We must have saw one another so many times over Bowler. Um, and yeah. He told him that
1: Dave shouldn't have fell asleep during David Starr and Orange have, Cassidy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, there's dude's from Chicago, and yeah, we just talked all about <laughs> ROH and Indies and uh, all the obscure nonsense rad. that uh, you know, kind of stuff that that we talk about. So it was, it was pretty awesome. So yeah, making friends as well. Um, yeah, it's it's been a, an awesome trip. Cool. Oh, thank you. It's it's kind of weird in Japan. Cause, I like, expect no less from I you. I mean, Chris. obviously, a lot of people speak English. You you speak get some English out of people when you. You know, at a restaurant or or cafe or whatever. But um for a lot of it, you're kind of like, especially if you travel on your own, there, you kind of have just it's it's a day of contemplation kind of thing where you're just thinking about your thoughts and stuff. It's kind of, I guess, a bit zen in that way. Mm-hmm. Thinking about your thoughts. There we go.
1: Thinking about your it's a, thoughts. It's a
0: cabana rhythm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that needs to be on a shirt. <laughs> yeah,
0: thinking about my thoughts.
1: I'm just kicking back, thinking about
0: my thoughts. But yeah, it's it's funny because when you do have those <laughs> moments of interaction, I guess whether it's like uh, you know you you run into some friends or people that you know or whatever, it's just like, like this is nice. This is nice. You, you you enjoy it a bit more, I guess, when you when you've been not talking all the time. I
1: guess. Yeah, yeah. I've seen people or wrestlers who stayed in Japan. They're like who aren't necessarily hanging out mm. with the other wrestlers mm. all the time. They like it's I mean, kind of is a lonely it's weird. existence. Like, I was at thinking points. it's
0: actually it's kind of cool to just be almost like that that meditative kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. This is a free. Th- free, free flowing podcast of nonsense, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, now, tonight. Sorry, go on.
1: Uh, speaking of nonsense... Hang on, I gotta—you gotta hear this. Some dude tweeted Dave Meltzer, speaking of Dave Meltzer, and said, "If AEW (laughs) does War Games, isn't that just them copying the WWE?" Yeah, and so Dave just says, (laughs) "Cody's dad came up with."
0: Yeah, who would have thought a a Rhodes, you know, putting on a shut the fuck up, what sacrilege to the genius that is Vince McMahon who created the War Games, right? (laughs) Dude. Oh, a good... oh, silly, silly nonsense. <laughs> also, that's with so the Dave stupid. thing while we're on that, I was amazed at how much the shit I saw after he actually issued the apology to piece of shit Seth Rollins. And I'm like, he's big enough to where he's proving him wrong by providing the apology, and then people <laughs> were still burying Dave. Like, come on. If he gets the intel that someone says something, he reports it, because that's what his intel said, then he yep. finds out it's not real, the right thing to do is to to post a, an apology like that, or a retraction. You know, he does that in the Observer as well from time to time. And people are still complaining about it. What do you want, people? Mmm. Apparently. Uh they want to have him strung uh, Yeah, so I've been enjoying a lot of coffee as well. I uh, went to an art gallery today, the uh, Tokyo Museum of Modern Art. Would recommend, and I um I climbed a a mountain yesterday. Mm, Mount Takao. Uh, it's not the biggest mountain. It's it's quite hey, conveniently what? located to Tokyo, only like forty five minutes away, and it. Uh, well, as the was it the a legit climb or is it I, say
1: um, more of a? a hike? to our
0: listeners: I'm not really an experienced hiker I chose the hiking route that said for experienced hikers only uh, the most challenging one that there was uh, so I think I did okay I survived yeah, didn't break anything I, uh, my, my calves are just All right. really sore today so that's a bit of a testament to some athletic activity going on <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I could get one of those over here, couldn't I? Oh, you need oh. some
1: deep tissue massage.
0: You know what I did before? On my when I was at the airport coming here for the first time ever? Mm. You ever got one of those, like, airport couch massages? You know, like, those sofa gimmicks where you sit in and you put your quarter in or whatever, and then they just give not. you a, a shitty automated massage? I always just thought they must have sucked. Because you never see anyone in them. Or if you do yeah, see yeah. people in them, they're not actually using them. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a go. It was like a dollar, I think. And it was really yeah, good. Were just <laughs> yeah, it was chilling. Yeah, I would say delightful. No, this like had like, <laughs> things that massaged my legs. I always so, thought they like, just shake the shit out of you. That, that got all like in the, the places. It was, yeah, it was quite thorough. Yeah, I think it's going to be my new airport tradition. I'm going to get one of these every time I'm flying somewhere. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're going to look like such a tourist. Like, Look at the hippie in the fucking time, massage chair. I'm going to
0: try that out and I can get people onto a good thing. Yeah, so that's that's <laughs> you're
1: gonna revolutionise the macha- massage of the chair industry. Just
0: fucking get Look in. Look how like f- those much fun he's having. Airport massage chair gimmicks. Next time you're waiting for your flight, thank me later. Oh uh, no. On that note, do you have any uh, recommendations, Fred?
1: Yeah. Um. No, not particularly. Massage chairs, um, honestly, I just don't want to sit, mm. I only assume sweaty people sit on them and after a flight, and I don't know how often they've been it's wiped out, so that kind of complaint. scares me.
0: Yeah. Uh, I do recommend, <laughs> um, let me see here. <laughs> I'm just imagining this whole impassioned passion No, I'm just that kind of guy. <laughs> like, oh, I I, honestly, I, 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 worry about- I don't want to get the sweat on me
1: yeah <laughs> they don't
0: <laughs> you can't you can't yeah, think about gonna have that their stuff in this world you'd, you'd go yeah. crazy it's nonsense uh oh
1: I, I can recommend something though Uh there's a program on uh Amazon uh, their streaming service Ooh. it's called Castle Rock, and it's by Stephen cool. King. It's I'll, very I'll creepy that and that sounds cool. sounds good Reminds me of yeah the, I think the people Castle should check Rock that out so company. that's a quick recommendation
0: or is that intended
1: mm yeah, yeah, hell yeah, I think I by, think, by, by yeah, chance it is go I think in my uh brain, isn't that I guess? something he's associated yeah. with as well, yeah, yeah. Hey, also, uh, speaking of wrestling shows, I did recently g- intend the WAC Year One show, and I have to say,
0: nice. I got to see Daniel
1: McCabe that and Tony like Depp in wrestling really, person, really and that was fucking great. Yeah. People should <gasps> yeah, seek it out. I think That'll be, WAC will be on independent mm, wrestling awesome. TV, yeah, will, so uh, people I'll should check, check that out.
0: I'm, uh, yeah. will ski. Yeah. Yeah, so now on to Dragon Gate tonight, which I'm pumped for. Dragon Gate's always a good time, and uh, this has quite the um, special main event of of all this time. He's finally returned, the basically the father of Dragon Gate in the Toru days, Ultimo Dragon. He's back in Dragon Gate, and he's in the main event of tonight's show at Corrigan Hall, so I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah, I was talking to Jason, and he was—he basically and cut a really I'm nasty super promo about the Dragon, and he was just upset that this was all happening, and that he, he, you know, he's put in that position when he's so broken down, and blah 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 blah. But to me, I'm just about the nostalgia, you know. So I don't care if he can't do all of the things he used to be able to do in 1996. That's all right. I'm just going to be happy to see him back in the promotion that wouldn't be around if he didn't exist, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah man i yeah. I'm trying to think, you, I think any, No acai still... moves off to the outside I don't
0: know because the, the deal was remember like the WCW injury that he got where he basically lost all movement in his hand because the piece of shit WCW doctor like got it operated on it and um, hmm. yeah he fucked it up cut something in there and yeah he never regained um, feeling so he basically had to Stop doing a whole bunch of stuff because he can't use his hand. So when you actually look at it like that, what he can do now is like actually quite incredible. I learned that from a uh, Chris Jericho podcast. So yeah, for knows. sure, for
1: sure. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Chris Jericho, did you see all the heat he got for interviewing <laughs> the son a, of uh, the beloved uh, United States President Donald that. Trump? I didn't click.
0: I didn't need to find out more. I didn't really care. I mean, I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, because he doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, don't, <laughs> everyone on the internet seems pretty pissed he is off. A Trump supporter. I mean, you never know.
1: Yeah, I, I, some, some people said maybe he's a heel and he's trying to piss people off by having this guy on the show. Like, I don't <laughs> think he's trying to use his podcast to be a heel on the wrestling show, you guys. Like, I don't think that's how deep this work goes. But yeah, people are legit pissed. Like, so he goes, I lost a lot of respect for Chris Jericho. Like, Why, you were, you were, I, there's a terrible people in wrestling. Like, there's a lot of terrible people in wrestling. If you had the vet, Every single yeah. wrestling I mean, show wrestling to make sure everybody on it has the same political leanings as you. You definitely would not like, watch wrestling.
0: You're gonna you're gonna have it out on this guy. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: No, I, yeah, I Tony
1: Khan you know this, is remember, not a uh, Tony Khan is a Cornette Republican too. Tried I'm pretty to sure. Put
0: him on um on on notice or whatever um because he said that he was he agreed with Trump's previous policy or something going into the the election last time, um and and I think it's like as a big big business kind of thing, so like economically, ah, uh you know that that bullshit of economically Republican bullshit. but uh the other way, emotionally Democrat, yeah yeah there you go there you go, um but I think he in the same yeah, fiscally one conservative is misquoted because in the same statement, I think he made it clear that he wouldn't be supporting him anymore because he's fucking evil, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, maybe it's just not a Trump yeah, Republican. I don't know, I don't know what's going They're on with Variety's. the Jericho thing. Um, they. Yeah.
1: I just brought uh, it because I just found it funny.
0: But I mean, <laughs> at the same Jericho's time, do you have to agree with the for having uh, somebody on his podcast, the politics or, or even the ethics or whatever of someone that you to interview them. Like, could would you interview someone that you know as a piece of shit if it was like you thought in some way going to be no. an interesting interview?
1: Uh if if they were interesting. Yes. Hell yeah! And also, I'm I'm the firm belief like you. Everyone deserves to speak, even if it's stupid yeah. shit you don't want to hear. Because What's Agreed. the easiest way to yeah, expose 100%. someone for being an idiot? Let like, run I'm their mouth. Not to
0: the podcast. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting what he says, <laughs> yes. but I'm not.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the second option. Mm. <laughs> I I maybe that's why I don't care so much because I don't listen to his show, but <laughs> I just don't give it him. Like I I listen to Donald Trump or not Donald Trump, Jr. Right. I, Donald Trump Jr. was on Jim and Sam's podcast yeah. or morning show, and I listen to that every day. Yeah. I yeah, enjoyed the I, interview. Um, I, I still think he's a like shithead. Jericho like, did change kind of my life.
0: Interesting, not like every episode, but as it's as it's moments. Um. <laughs> So I think we should uh keep this baby Omaha short. Sticks. I got a I got a Dragon gear show to get to. Um I think it's time for some plugs. I mean anything else you wanted to, to drop in here today?
1: Oh fuck yeah, man.
0: Oh no, nothing particular, man.
1: I It's been chaotic. We'll try to be on a better schedule here now that I'm actually in a permanent place with internet guys. So if you actually are a fan of the show and feel like put off by the irregularity of the dropping of the show, we do apologize. So well, si- yeah, sincerely, because if you like, like the show, you know, we don't want to disappoint you, you by not showing I'm up like, in God, your ear canals. Next
0: one. Oh, it's not there. Oh, oh they've abandoned me no, we haven't abandoned you, listeners. We're going to be back. We're going to be back. We're going to be a bit more regular, and, and, you know, we love you guys. We do. Thank you. (laughs)
1: Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, for me, just hit me up on Twitter at uh, James Vanderbeek, J-A-I-M-S Vanderbeek, and that's also on Instagram. And if you're a wrestler or a wrestling fan or just somebody who needs a T-shirt design or a logo or a YouTube <laughs> banner over. or header or whatever,
0: <laughs> just let me know. Let me know. <laughs> uh...
1: <laughs> I was really running out of good. air and I feel good. like I'll squeeze out this last few uh, words yeah, if with you all my last
0: follow me at Chris things, um mainly on the uh, Instagram for that have some fun stuff coming out um, uh, yeah wacky wrestling uh, art nonsense um, I've got a good one that will hopefully be coming up in the next couple of days so you'll have to Give the page a gander specifically for that. I think you might like it, guys. Um, Other than that, thanks to uh, Social Suplex, as always, uh, our favorite podcasting platform, podcasting family. A lot of great shows on there uh, other than uh, the grown men watch this shit. Uh, You can find it all at um, socialsuplex.com. Follow us us on twitter at grown men pod and uh you know what uh thanks thanks for listening i think that's about it yeah all right now let's see if this, actually twisty, saves this conversation i'll be a bit sad if it doesn't <laughs> mm. yeah it yeah.
1: says it says recorded be sure to leave the ringer app open after the call Yeah, it says says recorded. Be sure to leave the Ringer app open after the call